finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, we knew they would use that uh, shooting in Colorado Springs. We knew they would exploit the dead before uh, they uh, buried them. But I, I honestly didn't think they would go this nuts. It's just shameless. It's disgusting. We have many, many examples today of reporters, quotation fingers, Blaming you if you have a problem with drag queen story hour. Blaming you if you have a problem with uh, sex change surgeries for children. If if you object to that, it's your fault that some psycho in Colorado Springs uh, shot five people dead Saturday night. We have the incredible sound from a whole bunch of uh, quote unquote reporters. Uh, we're also going to talk about some heroes today. We have the hero of Colorado Springs, a man who an army veteran who tackled the shooter and prevented many, many more dead. You know, the shooter was uh, thinking that death toll was going to be much, much higher, but it was not thanks to at least one incredible guy. We should know his name. We'll give you his name. And we got another hero, a hero of uh, Qatar. That's what we call him. The hero of Qatar, the ghost of an American reporter who brace yourself wore a rainbow t-shirt into the stadium and was told uh, that wasn't allowed. And I'm just going to guess, got a rounding standing ovation in the press box. We'll tell you about that hero and predict right now that the uh, the Kennedy Center will indeed give him their profile and courage. Not the guy who stopped the shooter. We won't know much about him, but the guy who wore a T-shirt in Qatar. Speaking of Qatar, Ironhead and I both spent, oh, it felt like hours, but I spent about 10 minutes watching soccer yesterday. The U.S. was hum- humiliated by Wales. I didn't even think Wales was a whole country, but uh, they tied the U.S. Very disappointing day for the U.S. Uh, this uh, World Cup thing, not working out the way these soccer freaks were hoping, uh, but we'll give you an update on that. We have an arrest in Hingham, Massachusetts. The guy who drove, some reports say, 50 miles an hour into an Apple store. They finally released his name. He will be in court this morning. We'll give you the update on that. Big news from CBS. CBS has authenticated the laptop. (laughs) Yes. Two years, more than two years after, you know, everyone else authenticated the laptop. The outfit that was telling you it was fake. It was Russian disinformation. Finally concedes and says, oh, yeah. That really is Hunter's laptop. What else are we going to get? Uh, CBS is going to tell us today that, uh, you know, a man landed on the moon. Yes, they are all over. That is one crack news outfit. We got that and lots more on today's Callahan Show brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Well, the holidays are here and you know what that means. That means you can achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender and delicious Omaha steaks. I got Omaha steaks last week. I got a bunch of them in the freezer and I'm enjoying them every single day. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and use code word Jerry at checkout to get $30 off your order. Send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary Bushers Cut Filet, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Jerry at checkout. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Jerry at checkout to get an extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Man, what a wild day. What a wild morning. We have an arrest in Hingham, Mass. We'll give you some details as we get them. Uh, Only took them about 22 hours to give you the name 
of the man who drove into the Apple store, killing one, injuring 19 others. Just a crazy story. Hopefully, we're going to find out why, find out his motive, why he went, according to some reports, 50 miles an hour into the store. Um, uh, we got... Uh, we got no arrest in in uh, in Idaho, which is just nuts. A guy goes into uh, two different rooms in an apartment full of college kids, murders four in cold blood with a knife, and they got nothing so far. Don't even have the murder weapon. Uh, hopefully, they'll break that case soon. But that that all takes a backseat. Everything takes a backseat to the murders in Colorado Springs for one reason: they can use it. They can use it. Uh, Politicians, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, told you about yesterday. I knew the mainstream media would go all in on this. You know, they they really get upset when there are senseless killings, when evil, evil takes hold and, and, and people die. You could tell because they're so concerned about, you know, the murders in Chicago where children are being murdered every day. Uh, 18,000 people have been murdered in this country already this year. Not a lot of tears shed for most of those victims, not even the the kids who are uh, caught in the crossfire in uh, Chicago or New York or Baltimore. Those don't really upset uh, the mainstream media because they can't use it. Politicians, same thing. Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, was sick sick to death at the uh, at the murders in, Chicago, in uh, the Colorado Springs gay nightclub, but didn't say a whole lot about the murders that happen every single day in her city, the city she's supposed to be overseeing. Um, it really, I mean, I knew it was, I knew it would, would, would come to this. I didn't know they would be this brazen. We have an NBC reporter crying on air because the media doesn't do enough to defend trans people. We have another NBC reporter saying that this should be civil charges against Tucker Carlson and uh, Lauren Boebert. We have yet another NBC reporter blaming libs of TikTok. That's an account on Twitter that posts other people's videos just to show you, you know, what they're up to. Those are the people responsible, not uh, Anderson Aldridge, the psycho who went into the club uh, midnight on Saturday and started shooting people though, you know, uh, they, they won't even know his name. They won't care. They, here's, here's how it works in your mainstream media newsrooms at NBC. They get news of a, of a, of a, an atrocity, a senseless murder. And they immediately say, how can we blame Tucker Carlson? It is so, it is so shameless at this point that they've, that they've flat out said, and we'll play it, flat out said, if you object to drag queen story hours, if you object to men mocking women, dressing as women, uh, uh, putting on silly makeup and hats and dancing provocatively for children, if you object to that, it's your fault. It's your fault that five people died in Colorado Springs. If you have a problem with uh, children being uh, mutilated, children undergoing sex change surgeries at some of the top children's hospitals, including Boston Children's. If you think that's inappropriate, it's your fault that five people died. You think I'm exaggerating? You think I'm overstating the case? Not at all. Not at all. We will get to, I mean, as I say all the time, my favorite topic is uh, the corruption of the mainstream media, the clown show that is our media. I think this could be Peak, peak insanity from uh, the media, particularly from NBC News and, and CBS and others. But uh, <clears throat> they're all in on this one. They are all in. As you know, a gunman, uh, Anderson Aldridge, a, a 22-year-old uh, evil psycho piece of garbage, went into Club Q, shot uh, five people dead, injured uh, a couple of dozen others, was stopped by a uh, absolute American hero. We're gonna get you, we're gonna get you his name and his story, but we have to start with this guy Ben Collins. I know uh, I had a whole bunch of examples of this uh, ready to go this morning, and then he appears on NBC. He is a st- allegedly 
a senior reporter at NBC. That's his title. He, he doesn't claim to be some activist. He doesn't claim to be an advocate for some group, which he is. He claims to be an NBC reporter. And uh, he was appearing on uh, various shows and he was having trouble keeping it together because five people were murdered in Colorado Springs. And he wants you to know that the problem is the, the, the problem is you, because I think most people listening to me, most people period have a problem with grown men dressing as women and dancing provocatively doing a strip show essentially for, for children. And we've seen the videos. Thanks to lives of TikTok and others, uh, billboard, Chris, thanks to these people who are doing God's work and exposing this debauchery, the, the, the problem the the person responsible for five dead is libs of TikTok, a woman in New York who is online on TikTok, on Twitter and reposts video. Basically all she does exposes them. The problem isn't that grown men are dancing as women uh, are dressing as women, dancing for little children. The problem is you finding out about it. That is the problem. They are, they, 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 they want you to know the problem is the people like, like libs of TikTok and Chris Rufo and Tucker Carlson for, for showing you what's going on, not for uh, any particular commentary, but just for showing you here it is. Here's what's happening. If you're paying attention at all, you've seen the videos, you've heard the stories. We told you about the, uh, the uh, bunch, there was a whole bunch of uh, drag queen story hours at Boston libraries, Boston libraries. And they were in the morning and they were designed to attract children, young kids, as young as five and six years old. And again, if you see the videos, you see them tucking dollar bills into the G strings of the men. It's really, it's sick stuff. But if you watch it, if you see it, if you have a problem with it, you're, you're the reason five people died. Saturday night. It, it really is shameless. It really is over the top, but uh, let's get to it. Uh, oh, oh, we're going to get to, I see, see people pointing out the, uh, the heroic, the heroism of Grant Wall, the soccer reporter who wore the t-shirt. We're going to get to him. I promise. Uh, I don't, I don't let real acts of, of heroism uh, slide by. Trust me. We're going to get to Grant Wall. Uh, the man who, so bravely wore a t-shirt into the soccer stadium yesterday and uh, took a bow afterwards. It really is kind of comical, but I have to start with this Ben Collins and we'll get to all the other examples, but this guy's incredible. I know he's, you know, he's a lefty. He's a crazy left-wing activist. He's all he's, I mean, that's what he does. That's what you're allowed to do. If you work for NBC, you get to pretend to be a reporter. But he was on various shows. I was just watching him on some, I don't know if it was uh, Morning Joe or what it was. but This one is, yep. Little, what, what, what's he on? Morning Joe. Morning Joe. He's on Morning Joe, which is really, I, I put it on every morning for a laugh. It is, I mean, they took a break from January 6th. They took a break from uh, the Mar-a-Lago raid. Things aren't working out for them on that front. You know, they were the ones telling you. Trump stole nuclear secrets to sell to the Saudis. And now we find out, uh, no, well, I shouldn't say now after the midterms, we find out that that was uh, all made up. But uh, I, I, again, I knew that we'd get to this. I thought it would take a couple of weeks. I thought it would be more subtle. I thought it would come from, I don't know, Joy Reid or one of the other lunatics over there. But this guy uh, is just over the top. I mean, he sounds like, a family member, you know, he sounds like, you know, he lost a loved one. Again, he's a national reporter. There are murders every day, many too many. Gun violence is a problem, mainly in inner cities with illegal guns and kids shooting each other. But uh, when he, he can't pin that one on Tucker Carlson, so he doesn't spend a lot of time on that. This, he can. This, we don't even know the motive. We haven't even heard all we know about Anderson Aldridge is he threatened to blow up his mother's house and he got arrested last year. Uh, we're going to see that video when he surrenders to police after a long standoff. Charges were dropped by the DA. We don't know all the details in that. I would say that DA is more responsible than, oh, I don't know, libs of TikTok. But, hey, that's not, the, the, that doesn't serve the purpose, the political purpose of the, in, of the political activists at NBC, but let's watch. Is this this morning? 
on MSNBC? Uh, is either this morning or yesterday morning. We have them also on uh, on another show yesterday. It was that, yeah, yesterday saying the, the drag queens just want to read Dr. Seuss. Why can't people leave them alone? Again, his goal is to keep it under wraps. Don't let people find out what's going on. Don't let people know what's happening at Boston Children's Hospital or at the, the Philadelphia Children's Hospital. When they find out and they report it, they're getting people killed. Just try to follow along with the logic and try to uh, try not to cry along with Ben Collins. Ben Collins, he's, he's struggling here. This, again, is a reporter. Go ahead, play it. I do want to say, though, um, am I doing something wrong here? Here are some headlines that I wrote the last six months. Fueled by the Internet's far-right machine, anti-LGBTQ threats shut down trans rights and drag events. Remember, uh, there was a drag event happening in Colorado. Anti-trans stalkers at Kiwi Farms, which is an anti-trans website that stalks people, are chasing one victim around the world. Their list of targets is growing. That was a couple months ago. Doctors under threat from far-right activists for providing trans care. Boston Children's Hospital faces bomb threat after right-wing harassment campaign. There were three of those bomb threats. Can you hold that right there? Mm -hmm. I'm so sick of this. We've done this. We talked about this as it was happening. There's no proof that the bomb threats come from Tucker Carlson fans. There's no proof that it come from right-wingers trying to shut the, 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 the hospital down. I mean... Well, we, we, we talked about this extensively. They're just using it. That's the best example saying, oh, bomb threats at uh, Boston Children's. Uh, I believe a woman from uh, Westfield was arrested for that. There was, trust me, NBC wanted her to be a uh, right wing activist. They got nothing. They're making that up. They're using that just like they're using five dead in Colorado Springs to attack their political enemies. They're they're using it to defend drag queen story hour this is really sick stuff when you think about it um they're saying gay people and trans people are under attack uh their lives are threatened their lives are in danger um uh, th- there was a uh, there, there was a story some uh, some numbers that came out the other day the 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 death the murder rate among trans people is lower than the general public there's no uh, epidemic of violence against trans people but they uh, that doesn't serve their purpose they will make it up and say the the, the people are under attack because of right wing rhetoric that's just made up there's no proof that right wing activists phoned in those death threats but uh, he's just getting warmed up. Let's get back to Ben. Go ahead. This is bomb threat after right wing harassment campaign. There were three of those bomb threats. FBI charges Massachusetts women with Boston Children's Hospital bomb threats. So they found one of the people. At least 20 Republican politicians have claimed that schools are making accommodations for students who identify as cats. That was before um, the midterms. Here are some. Here are three more. What, what is that? What is identifying as cats? What does that have to do anything? This is a guy literally crying because of the murders in Colorado Springs mentioning schools accommodating students identifying as cat. What does that have to do with anything? First of all, <laughs> if it's true, it's pretty crazy, but what does it have to do with attacks on gay people? They're just using, I mean, it's just shameless. Go ahead. Keep going. I got to try to get through that. I'm like Ben. I got to try to get through this. Go ahead. I was going to say, obviously they just go hand in hand. <laughs> cat right. people, gay people, you know, same thing. Right from my colleagues in the last uh, three weeks. As election years, some conservative groups have ramped up anti-trans campaign ads. Far-right figures appear to be testing Twitter's boundaries for anti-LGBTQ speech. GOP uh, senator targets TikTok influencer with anti-transgender taunts. And I'm just wondering, what could I have done different? Seriously, as reporters, what can we do different? Because there are five dead people in a strip mall because that was the only place they felt safe as gay or trans people in this town in Colorado Springs. And I am trying to thread this needle here. I'm trying to say that this is happening. This targeted stuff has real life impacts. That's what they say on the internet has real life impacts. And I'm gonna fail, by the way. I'm gonna, you know, freak out because it's happening. Because I wake I wake up and I see that there are five dead bodies. But I think we have to have a come to Jesus moment here. Uh as reporters, are we more afraid of being on Breitbart for saying that trans people deserve to be alive? 
or are we more afraid of the dead people? Because I'm more afraid of the dead. Come on. Are you okay, serious? This is incredible. And I realize it won't get a lot of attention. It's, you know, NBC News. People don't pay a lot of attention to this this guy. But first of all, he's a child. Says, you're afraid to be on Breitbart? What? To say that saying they, trans yeah. people deserve to be alive? Who said that trans people don't deserve to be alive? Nobody. I mean, this is the ultimate in just demagoguery and gaslighting, saying because... Again, uh, some people showed you what's happening at the children's hospitals and, and, you know, you be the judge. Are you in favor of children getting double mastectomies? Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm glad they, they, they've shined a light on these places. Some of them have been shut down. I hope they shut them all down. And he says, if you feel that way, you're responsible for five dead in Colorado Springs. And he's getting choked up and saying he has to do his job differently. He's a reporter. He's supposed to be reporting. You clown. You child. Uh, how much longer does this go? Because because there's another one of this this clown. Like eight seconds. All right, go ahead. People, I don't want. I I don't want to wake up on a Sunday and see that all of these headlines came to fruition. Well, what do What do we do about oh. public officials? Oh, Chris, my, Mike Barnacle chiming in. Uh, he does. He just said he wrote those headlines. Those headlines, which are uh, deceiving at least, and he doesn't want to wake up to those headlines. Well, then don't write them, you clown. What do they have to do? You just read a headline about kids identifying as cats, which is kind of a silly story. And you connected it to a guy <laughs> shooting people in Colorado Springs. That's what passes as journalism. That's remarkable. The Associated Press yesterday fired the reporter who lied about the Russian missile going into Poland last week saying, you know, trying no big deal. Just trying to start world war three said Russian missiles landed in Poland, killing two. He was wrong. It was a Ukrainian missile defense missile. Russia didn't do it. Um, They fired him, which I commend them. That's, that's unusual. I mean, the guy was a far left activist proposing as a reporter, like most people at associated press, most people at NBC, um, to get you his name, Jim Laporta. He ran with uh, anonymous sources allegedly against their policy, and they fired him. When you're the head of NBC or NBC News, and you watch that, and you say, that's a senior reporter, that kid, that clown, is probably making a couple hundred grand, and you're saying, we're paying him to be a reporter, and he's crying on the air and blaming people who don't like well, the problem the is the guy hour for murder. Yeah. The guy who's running the station probably hears that, though, and is in his office and just silently fist pumps as a tear rolls down his cheek. I mean, you may be right. <laughs> I mean, they're probably all in it. God knows, you know, we have a whole bunch of other NBC reporters who are uh, doing the same thing. Who he, he doesn't wake up to five dead bodies. He wakes up to an opportunity. That's what this guy does. He wakes up and says, I got a chance now to blame these people I despise like Tucker Carlson and, and Chris Rufo and libs of TikTok I, and Matt Walsh. I get to blame them here. It really is disgusting when you think about it. This, that is just, that is nauseating saying they haven't identified all the dead. They haven't cleaned the blood off the floor, but damn it. I'm not going to let this opportunity pass. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, position this as an attack on all gay people. If you don't like grown men dressing as women, shaking their asses for little children, if you don't like that, if you object to that, it's your fault. Just think of how how, how cynical that is. But here he is yesterday, again, on MSNBC, a reporter telling you, I don't know, uh, uh, who's to blame? Who's to blame? My favorite favorite part of this is... uh, that's true. Dan points out Miguel Almaguer is still suspended for telling the truth about what happened to Paul Pelosi. Uh, suspended. And another uh, mainstream media reporter. But here he is, a reporter telling you that all those drag queens want to do is read Dr. Seuss. Again, it doesn't work if you see what's actually happening. If you, if, if, if you see what what, what libs of TikTok shows you, you understand what's really going on. These people are not only 
political activists, they're liars. He's lying to you, telling you it's just a bunch of, just all in good fun. Guys want to read Dr. Seuss to children. When you see video after video of them dancing and taking dollar bills and, and bringing kids up on stage and sexualizing children. If you see it, if you know what's going on, they just want you to, to, to stay in the dark. They don't want you to know what's really going on. They want to gaslight you and tell you they're just reading Dr. Seuss to the kids. Just helping them. Reading is fundamental. Let's watch this clown yesterday. Uh, when he, when he started, when he first started, you know, blaming his political opponents for five dead in Colorado Springs. Go ahead. Um, how significant are those two dates? Yeah, and, and also hours before a, a, what they called an all-ages drag brunch, which is probably the number one target <laughs> of these uh, anti-LGBTQ um, uh, events recently. Like, for example, the Proud Boys will go and protest any drag brunch, any, um, any drag... The proud, proud boys. If, I mean, if, it's, uh, that, that's, you know, that's the word. They have to bring out the proud boys whenever they want to get their base going. But uh, I wouldn't care who it was. Proud boys doesn't, it doesn't matter who it is. People pointing out what's going on, letting you decide. Here's what's going on. You decide if you think this is appropriate. Go ahead. Uh, is he going to get to the Oath Keepers next? Oh, and, yeah. uh, if if uh, I name God. if I name this episode All Ages Drag Show, do you think we'll go to number one on, on Apple? <laughs> well, they just want to read Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yeah. well, why do they have to dress up like really weird looking women? I mean, oh. it, they, it, it it is amazing. I know we've talked about this many times, but what they're doing is mocking women, mocking women. Mm -hmm. They're not really women. They're men dressing as women, pretending to be women, pretending to be big, ugly women and pretending to be... <sighs> Uh, sexual around oh, children, period. You, if you don't, if you're not, if you're new to this story, uh, Google it. Maybe you can't find the videos, but there's thousands of videos of what's really going on in these places. And it's, and it's inappropriate period. This clown is upset because we found out and, and, and people object to it. And he, it, it, you know, he doesn't want to just debate you on whether it's appropriate or not, he wants to blame you because if you criticize them, people will die. Literally. The thing you is, criticize though, yeah, this little, you know, these little fetish shows. Yeah. People will die. But the thing is, it's like, uh, it has nothing to do really with the, the drag part of it. If my child went to a place and a woman was wearing a thong and booby tassels, reading him a story, I'm going to have a problem right. with it. <laughs> <laughs> just That's true. Much. That is 100%. If it were real women, people wouldn't, they wouldn't stand for it. But somehow it's, they have this, this cone of protection from the media because they're not real women. And if you criticize it, then you're anti-trans. But if it were a real stripper, you'd say, can't do that. Not around children, but because it's a guy pretending to be a woman, somehow... It's Women, acceptable. Yeah, but, uh, big, bigger traps and some testosterone. That's the only. Let's <laughs> let's listen to more from uh, from Ben Collins. Story hour. Anything that a child might go to meet a, a drag queen, not you know, just to show them that they're human beings and people. They talk. They they go there and they <laughs> they read Doctor Seuss there. They read uh, regular books, uh, but it's read by a drag queen, and they you know they have breakfast. Uh, it is not some hypersexual event, but that's what it's viewed as on the far right. And these spaces have become dangerous places of real life information warfare. There's Proud Boys showing up on one side. Sometimes people like local Antifa members show up on the other side as a as a way to it. It, be, it becomes a place where kids aren't safe, not because of the event itself, but because of this culture war that's been propped up uh, on top of it. Uh, and uh, that's not something that should happen. This is not something you know. These people should be able to live their lives. Uh, without fear of being murdered, literally. So, um, so, so. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be able to handle this. So uh, <laughs> nobody said they shouldn't be able to live their lives. Nobody. You're not an adult. Once. You can do what you want. Have fun. Have at it. You can't include children. That is crossing the line, and every decent person knows it. But he's not going to miss the opportunity. This is less than two days. This is this was yeah the two less than two days after the murders. And he's saying, uh, because you object to drag queens reading Dr. Zeus, then you got people killed. And, 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 and he says children are endangered not by the show, 
with the, the man dressed as the woman dancing in their, shaking their ass for them. Not that it's the proud boys who are protesting. So if we could just stop people from objecting to this, everything would be fine. People wouldn't die. This passes for journalism at NBC. Just amazing. But that's Truly the thing too, amazing. is no one, no one really, I don't think has a problem like drag Queens reading a book. That's fine. But it's always like, there's cosplaying as like strippers at the same time. And that's usually where the big issues lie. <laughs> it's a simple. It's a simple rule. I think most people, uh, not weirdos like this, but most normal people would agree. Simple line, do what you want, leave kids out of it. Yep. Why do you have to do this for children? Why do you have to lure children into your fetish? It, it's just, it's sick and it's defended by alleged, reporters uh but he's just one it's a whole company-wide thing it's hell it's a whole mainstream media-wide thing and they liked it better before there were people in the media exposing what's really going on um i'm pretty sure anderson aldridge didn't take his orders from from tucker carlson or libs of tiktok but that doesn't matter if they can tie their opponents you know the people are kicking their ass uh, in, in, in the ratings, if they can tie them to this, they will go for it. Unfortunately for them, people like Tucker aren't backing down at all. It, it, it's a great thing. And it, and it, and it has, when you think about it, it has nothing to do with gay. I mean, they, they love to, to blame people and call you, um, you know, homophobic. What does it have to do with people's attitude toward gay people or even trans people? You just want children out, left out of it. You don't want children sucked into this sideshow. Right. But uh, that's 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 Ben Collins. We also have uh, a couple of other NBC employees. You think I did actually find a local reading of the Lorax at a school in my town. Uh, here's a still shot of that. <laughs> I mean, we have, uh, I've got to cover the kid's face. There you go. There's a photo of a kid tucking a dollar bill into the man's uh, bikini bottom. Is that about right? Adults, adults who should be ashamed, who should be arrested. Take the insane. kids away from these people. It's just insane. That is just reading Dr. Seuss. That's just so the kids can have the opportunity to meet a drag queen, according to Ben Collins at NBC. The only reason people have a problem with this is because of the Proud Boys showed up and caused trouble. Uh, but do you have, uh, we have a couple other uh, NBC quote unquote reporters and analysts, Brandy Zadrosky, uh, who claims to be a reporter. She's nothing. She's nothing but a troll and a, and, a, and a far left activist. But here she is on, I don't know what show it is, NBC News, uh, talking about who is really to blame for the murders in Colorado Springs. Go ahead, let's listen to Brandy. Brandy, explain that when you hear that, your reaction to it, and then kind of walk us through how, how rhetoric online, rhetoric from politicians can ultimately trickle down into real life and seeing examples of what happened over the weekend. Yeah, the response is heartbreaking. I mean, it's a group of marginalized, vulnerable people who are um, disproportionately the victims of this, these sort of hate crimes who are just simply saying, please stop. Please stop making money and gaining political power on our backs and on violence against us. And seemingly the answer from everybody is no, we won't stop that because it's too politically expedient or it makes us too much money and we don't want to or we don't know how. Um, I've been following this since about March and April. We follow, you know, online hate trends, I guess. And since April and March, really, the LGBT community has been the main focus of this hatred. It starts, it, there is a pipeline. It starts from some smaller accounts online, like libs of TikTok. It moves to Small. the right-wing blogosphere. Small. And then it ends up on Tucker Carlson, or it ends up out of a right-wing politician's mouth. And it's a really dangerous cycle that, that does have real-world consequences. That is, that is unbelievable. That is just, just incredible that she's been following it. Most of the hates to, it, that's just not true. I mean, it's just not true. I, I've, I've seen a lot of Tucker. I've never seen him call for violence against gay people or, or trans people. They're just making it up using this tragedy, using this, 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 this atrocity for their political gain. It's shameless. It's disgusting. And it's, it's, 
uh, all across the board. I mean, I mean the, no one pushes back. You got two hosts there and she's like the guest, whatever analyst. And neither of them says, how the hell is somebody posting vi- other people's videos responsible for murder? Explain that. Connect the dots for me. You, you, you demagogue. I mean, it, it, that used to be, you know, at least, uh, I don't say unacceptable, but frowned upon blaming other people for, for mass murder. Just, just insane. But, uh, and then we got one more, one more. What's his name? Frank Figliosi, Figliosi no. former, uh, state department guy, you know, uh, you know, dresses nicely. And then he's supposed to be, you know, their expert on whatever crime, um, uh, analyzing this and explaining how Tucker and Lauren Boebert, the Congresswoman who prevailed last week after a long drawn out process of counting the votes prevailed, drove, <laughs> drove the media nuts. They were praying she would lose. She did not. Uh, but they're blaming her and Tucker saying they should be charged in civil court as accomplices in this murder. Go ahead. Listen, listen to this clown. He does. He does look like a ghost that haunts children in this still shot. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's his thing. Maybe he's big. Maybe he's a drag queen. I don't know. Maybe that's his thing. I don't know. Prosecutors and police, they found quickly what they needed. That means they know this was a biased crime. Th- this is likely, and since we've heard reports that the subject isn't cooperating with police, that means they likely found clear and convincing evidence on his devices. If he's a consumer of the people we just rattled off, from Lauren Boebert to Tucker Carlson, Holy let's God. get it out. Let's get it out at trial. Let's expose it for what it is. Name it and shame it. He's a consumer of these people, and those people should should face civil consequences from the victims. Um, the other thing they, they want to deny is not only the, the safe harbor, but the way we resolve this. And by that, I mean, you know, you asked earlier, how do we how do we put a stop to hate? Well, one of the things you would normally do is teach young children in school. Um, here's what race is about here. Here's these other people over here who may seem different to you. Um, they have a different orientation. But you know what? Increasingly, states are saying, no, no, no. You can't talk about race or say the word gay or teach anything in, in school. Oh God! I mean, honestly, it, it just has to have to have some limit to that. You can't say gay, and we've already gone over that. It's been debunked for a long time. You could say gay. I mean, uh, he's talking about Florida, of course, and then Ron DeSantis saying uh, you can't talk about sex with six-year-olds. The the whole bill doesn't say the word gay. They just made that up. The, the activists on the other side said it called it the don't say gay bill and their handmaidens in the media run with it. You can't say gay in school. So who's connecting that prohibiting teachers in, in kindergarten from talking about sex with children in Florida, connecting that to a mass murder in Colorado Springs. There is no limit. These people are shameless. They're dishonest. They're disgusting. And that's just one day. That's just one network. That's just NBC right there. It's incredible. They, these people are just laughing stocks, truly laughing stocks. And you sit there and you, and you say, gee, what do they say about, uh, about the, uh, you know, the, the murder in uh, North Dakota, uh, Ellings, Ellingsworth, poor kid who uh, was run down for uh uh, for being conservative, for being a Republican, being a MAGA guy. Uh, uh, did they talk about that political? That was right after uh, Biden gave his fiery Mussolini speech, demonizing half the country. And the poor kid got run down and murdered. Did did they say, did they blame all you know, Democrats? Did they blame all, their side for that? What about... Um, what about the shooting of Steve Scalise? What about the firebombing of churches and, and, and pregnancy centers? Mention that. Uh, what about the kid in Florida, the Rubio volunteer who got beaten, needs facial reconstruction surgery, got beaten because he was out there campaigning for Rubio and DeSantis. I mean, it's just one way. I mean, they, they, it's a stretch. It's ridiculous. But if they can connect it politically to help their side, they will. And they'll do it like it's real news and, and real reporting. And they just have no shame. This, you know, most of the political violence is on their side, but they don't want to mention that. Keep that under your hat. And on top of that, as we talk about all the time, you have these murders in inner cities in Chicago and Baltimore and and and, and New York. Uh, you know, violent crime is out of control. Would you tie that to 
their side, the, you know, the, 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 the Soros DAs, the cashless bail, um, would they mention that and say, you know, there's a real connection here, you know, should judge, judge them in civil court, the people who, uh, uh, who allowed this to happen? No, no, they won't. It just it just works one way. They despise effective conservatives like Tucker, and they say anything they can do to bring him down, to blame him. Unfortunately for them, he doesn't roll over. He doesn't uh, uh, he doesn't take it. Um, Kaler, I always forget that name. Kaler Ellingson, Ellingson, Kaler Ellingson. I mean, I shouldn't feel embarrassed. Nobody NBC knows his name. I've never even said his name. He's the 18-year-old kid who got run down, killed, murdered for being a uh, a Republican in September. And they don't mention it after, right after Biden said, those MAGA people, they're no good. Go get them. <laughs> All right, we got plenty more to get to. Plenty more examples of uh, our corrupt, soulless mainstream media. Um, I don't want, you know, you know what we'll get to, maybe we'll get to the CBS authenticating the laptop two years after, uh, the New York post authenticated the laptop. This was hilarious. I watched the whole report. It's like a six minute report. Then pretending they just learned the laptop was real, but I want to get to the world cup. Uh, uh, do we have an update by the way on the, uh, the, the, the murder in Hingham. This was driving me nuts last night. If you missed it, a, a guy, a 53-year-old man, drove um, allegedly, according to some witnesses, 50 to 60 miles an hour into an Apple store, killing a, a 65-year-old man who was just working there um, and uh, injuring 19 others, sending a bunch of people to hospitals. We don't know the extent, but it doesn't sound good. He rolled right through the store. I guess he hit the wall on the other side. We're looking at the video right now of, uh, of the suspect, of the driver. Um, Bradley Rain, 53. It took him 22 hours to release the name for some reason, and they have yet to release any other info. There's a report of being, him being uh, charged with drunk driving, Two years ago, I believe, we don't even have his hometown, and we certainly don't have a motive. What could the motive be? I was asking this last night on Twitter, and there were lots of theories, but, uh, I mean, it, it, it does. that's not an old person hitting the gas by mistake if you're going 50 miles an hour into a storefront, a busy Apple store. I, I guess we'll find out today. He's going to court. Perhaps we'll have some evidence. We'll have a police report. We'll know more. But man, what a scary, scary thing. Imagine just shopping in an ad. Those are always crowded, even on a Monday morning at 1045 a.m. And he just goes plowing right through in a Toyota 4Runner with tinted windows, a black 4Runner. And he goes full bore into the the store, killing a poor 65-year-old guy who was working on renovating the store. I don't believe he was an, an Apple, you know, store employee, but uh, there he is being taken into court, bearded, gray, 53-year-old Bradley Rain. Just does, frightening. Yeah, he, he does kind of look like a drunk fisherman, so it might have been an accident. He just could have been hammered. I mean, I mean yeah, apparently he's had uh, he's, uh, drunk driving charges in the past. I mean, at 10 a.m., and a drunk going 50 miles an hour without hitting the brakes into the store. Um, we didn't hear he's not being charged with drunk drivers. He's being charged with reckless homicide. Uh, I don't, I, I mean, I assume they took his blood or um, uh, I don't know, gave him a field sobriety test. Uh, the, uh, according to the uh, um, Tracy and uh, Dr. Jason Tracy, head of the uh, social hospital, there are all types of traumatic injuries, including head trauma, lower extremity injuries, and quote, mangled limbs, mangled limbs. This is just horrifying. And hopefully we'll have some answers today, but uh, let's get to, you know what? I'm not done. I'm not done with Colorado Springs because I want to get to this. We have two heroes we want to talk about today. One is his name is Richard Fieri. I believe I have that right. Uh, he he um, was in the club, Club Q, with his wife and daughter, I believe, celebrating a friend's birthday uh, when the uh, shooting commenced. Now, I'm just going to guess that Anderson Aldridge, the 22-year-old gunman, evil, fat, psycho, 
who went in there, you know, hoping to uh, commit, hoping to, to kill as many people as possible. I'm just going to guess that he looked to, to uh, Omar Mateen, the gunman in the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, who killed 49 and injured 53 before he was uh, killed. Uh, that That's uh, an Islamic terrorist who went in the Pulse nightclub. I mean, the, one of the great uh, falsehoods is that he was homophobic or was attacking. He went in that club and he asked somebody where are all the women, he didn't even know it was a gay club. He wanted to murder a lot of people. It was a crowded club without great security. And he did what he set out to do committing, I believe the second biggest mass murder in U S history behind Las Vegas. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, Anderson Aldridge in Colorado Springs was thinking that, um, he could, uh, he could do the same. I'm just going to guess he could, I'm guessing the death toll in his mind was much, much higher. Wow. Report just came out that Bradley rain is from Natick and was not drunk, blew a zero. So he was not drunk. According to this report, he just drove 50 miles an hour in their store and, and hurt. He, re- and, and he really, really wanted the new iPhone before everyone else. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of those kind of wisecracks on uh, on uh, Twitter last night. But uh, and just think of all those people in an Apple store. I mean, I guess if you're going to ram a store at 10 a.m. on a Monday, you can count on Apple store to be busy. But uh, his name is Richard Fierro. He's a Army veteran, did a few tours in Iraq, and uh, he went toward the gunfire when the uh, shooting commenced in club Q Saturday night. And according to report tackled the shooter and beat him to a pulp. That's a quote from a witness beat him to a pulp. You got to want, you got to figure that if he hadn't done that, the five dead would be 10, 15, 20. This guy saved many, many lives. I'm sure they'll, you know, they'll mention it on MS on NBC, but they'll be busy blaming Tucker Carlson. They won't spend enough time. In fact, most people won't even know his name. That's a shame. This guy should be honored. He's a hero. They should, you know, you know all those statues to George Floyd, they should be statues to Richard Fierro. I mean, this is real valor. This is a guy saving lives in the spur of the moment. This is an army veteran. Uh, literally saving, I don't know, dozens of lives. Do we have, uh, we have Richard Fieri talking about this because I know he's going to get, he's going to get some coverage, but it'll come and go and they'll, they'll get back to, you know, blaming Twitter, Twitter feeds for, for murder. But this is a guy, this is a genuine hero. We should know his name. Let's, let's hear from Richard was a battlefield Richard Fierro couldn't have imagined. A beloved club where he came with his wife, daughter, her boyfriend, and friends for a drag show. But when the first bullets started flying, the 15-year Army vet who served four combat tours in Iraq and Afghanistan felt his instincts kick in. It's the reflex. Go. Go to the fire. Stop the action. Stop the activity. Don't let no one get hurt. Charging through the chaos, Fierro said he tackled a gunman who was wearing full body armor, knocking a rifle out of his hands, then wrestling away a handgun, using it to beat the shooter. He says he even enlisted the help of a drag performer at the club. I told her, kick this guy, kick this guy. And she took her high heel and stuffed it in his face. But Fierro wasn't able to save his daughter's 22-year-old boyfriend, Raymond Green Vance, who died in the attack. He's a good kid, man, and I love him. Man, that's a brutal story, but uh, there's your hero for today. I mean, he's one of the heroes. We're going to get to the other hero, uh, but uh, I wonder how much time will be spent, you know, in the evening news on MSNBC honoring Richard Fierro, who was there to watch her daughter's, his daughter's junior prom date perform in the drag show. Hey. That's cool. You want to have drag shows, all adults, grownups in midnight in Colorado Springs, go for it. Uh, again, just leave the kids out of it. Anyway, let's get to, let's get to the world cup. That you and doesn't I both seem spent. like that hard of a concept. I don't understand it. Well, you have to ask yourself, there's one important question. Why, why do you want to include children? Why, 
Why, why, why, why is that important to you? Why do you include children in your fetish? It just seems uh, inappropriate by any definition. Anybody, everybody should agree that that's inappropriate. No, we have senior reporters on NBC saying, hey, they just want to read Dr. Seuss. Don't believe your lying eyes. If you've seen all the videos on the photos that we've shown you here this morning, don't believe your lying eyes. Believe me, they have no ill intentions. They don't want to sexualize. They just want to read Dr. Seuss. It's just so dishonest is what it is. But uh, this is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shake Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shea, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away. They put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. All right, let's get to the the, the real hero. Enough of Richard Fieri, the Army veteran who uh, stopped, who saved dozens of lives. Let's get to Grant Wall. Grant Wall's a, I believe he's still with Sports Illustrated. I don't know. He used to be a Sports Sports Illustrated soccer writer. He's like the preeminent soccer writer, which means I've never read a word he's written. Uh, but uh, um, Ironhead and I both spent a lot of time yesterday watching soccer. I spent, I don't know, probably seven, eight minutes. Felt like a, felt like hours, but uh, the U S tied Wales, which I didn't even know was a country. I just thought it was part of England. I looked it up. Wales has fewer people than Utah and you, and the Americans could not beat them. That's how formidable your U S team is. Uh, They tied them one, one in, uh, in Qatar uh, big controversy in Qatar, not because so I, I have a story here, by the way, which is just amazing. Uh, this is from uh, the guardian. I'll, I'll tell you about it in a second. Big controversy because Qatar in being in Qatar, gay homosexuality is a crime in Qatar, like much of the middle East, you know, it's a it's Islamic country. They don't have uh, drinking. Boozing is illegal. Initially, Budweiser had a bunch of booths set up. They were going to sell beer to all the fans from around the world. Uh, At the last minute, Qatar said no beer. So people actually have to watch soccer sober, which is why the stadium looked like half filled for much of the game yesterday. But uh, that's the rules. That's the local custom. They don't, you know, they don't have the same uh, uh, relationship with alcohol as we do. So they, they want you to watch soccer without beer. That's their call, their choice. Uh, they also uh, don't want displays of someone's sexuality. The captains of, I don't know how many teams were going to wear rainbow armbands. And they said, you can't do that. And Fifi, the, the international organization that runs this, told the, uh, the captains, no armbands, can't do that. There were some really interesting political uh, displays yesterday. The Iran team refused to sing the anthem and literally came out in support of the protesters in their homeland. So I don't think we have to worry about uh, the Iran guys like using their hands in the next game because they're all going to get chopped off when those guys, that's, that's real courage with the Iran team. That's real courage. Now we have fake courage. Grant Wall, a soccer reporter uh, tried to go into the stadium, you know, to cover the action wearing a rainbow shirt and security said, uh, this is is this his actual tweet? Yeah, yeah. Just now, security guard refusing, uh, he says, refusing to let me into the stadium for U.S. Wales. You have to change your shirt. It's not allowed. Now, 
obviously Grant Wall is trying to make this about him. He wants to be a hero. And I'm sure he was to much of the other mainstream media people. But whatever happened to respecting other countries' culture? They don't allow this. I mean, that's, hell, Joe Biden went to the Far East and wore that Mao clown suit. That's not what we're supposed to do, respect their customs. Um, uh, Grant Wall knew that wasn't allowed, did it anyway, so he could make it about him. Uh, This is a response from a Qatari. He says, I'm proud of what happened. I don't know when. When will the Westerners realize that their values aren't universal? There are other cultures with different values that should be equally respected. Let's not forget that the West is not the spokesperson for humanity. Uh, Didn't matter. Much of the media was saying, oh, how brave of Grant. Um, I'm just not sure. If you wanted to protest something, if you had a problem with the way Qatar is doing things, I would think there'd be another more, I don't know, more important issue, at least in my mind. This is from uh, uh, The Guardian. More than 6,500 migrant workers from India, Pakistan, Nepal, Bangladesh, and Sri Lanka have died in Qatar since it won the right to host the World Cup 10 years ago. The findings compiled from government sources meet an average of 12 migrant workers from these five Asian nations have died each week. Since they uh, awarded that country, they died building this $2 billion uh, stadium, 6,500 migrant workers. And they were essentially slaves when they came. We talked about this on my radio show years ago, but when they came for the job, they took their passports away. They lived in squalor. They lived, they worked dangerously. And many of them, thousands of them died. That would be the reason, a, a good reason to have a problem with Qatar. Um, the fact that they don't want the rainbow flag displayed, that would be down my list. That's just me. I mean, the rainbow flag is a way to celebrate someone's sexuality. In some countries, you know, in these conservative Muslim countries, they don't they don't want that. They don't like that. They, they'd ask you not to do that. That's not asking a lot. If I were uh, Grant Wall and you really wanted to shine the light on a real issue, why don't you have some shirt or some hat or something or sign or write about the 6,500 migrant workers died building that uh, gaudy stadium where they playing these dreadfully dull games. And um, I mean, I only spent 10 minutes watching, but they're still doing the fake injury thing, huh? They're still doing the acting flopping and flopping. I mean, they're still pretending every freaking play that they're hurt. It's just, I, I watched, I watched, I don't know who they're fooling. Yeah. I watched almost the whole game actually. Um, just cause it was on in the office and there was maybe one person I thought actually looked like they hurt themselves. Other than that, I'm every time everyone falls, I'm like, they're just trying to catch a breather. I'm assuming it's just, it's just so lifeless and dull. I mean, I can't imagine heading there and you know, then they, and then you get there and you go there, watch soccer and they say no beer, Ugh. no beer, like the whole time. No beer? That and just seems cruel. There's, there's Brazilian uh, ladies I, in the crowd just completely covered in paint, and that's it. And I'm surprised that's allowed, but that's kind of sick. Oh, really? Uh, mm. But that's, you know, I guess people are into that. I don't know what it means. I think the U.S. gets to play Iran. and uh, oh, We're going to fire the first Kerry, shot. Who, who's John Kerry going to root for? That's a dilemma. Yeah, no John kidding. Kerry, when, they, when the U.S. plays Iran, I'm, I'll say that. One team has shown real courage, and that would be the Iranian team. The uh, English took a knee before their game. I'm not even sure why, uh, you know, just because it's cool. The American team has, has uh, added the rainbow flag to their logo. I mean, they're politicizing it. And if Qatar says, no, that's not our thing. We don't believe in that. It's our country. It's our stadium. Um, uh, we, don't, we don't want rainbow flags. We're supposed to say, oh, what courage. I mean, he, can you believe Grant Wall wore a T-shirt? Man, that is real courage. I, you know, blame blame FIFA for awarding the stupid tournament to uh, to Qatar. If you have a problem, that's how they do it. That's their laws. Those are their customs. I, I, I last I checked, good liberals were into respecting other cultures. Yeah, I'm I'm actually really thankful for all the liberals for once. They're going to this country, Qatar, and they're exposing how racist and homophobic they are. And then you look when they're called the United States that you're like, all right, shut up. 
It's not the same thing. This uh, NBC, let me get this guy's name. I mean, this is it NBC? Yes, it is. Yes. Um, uh, Amon, his name is Amon Moladeen. Amon Moladeen, an MSNBC contributor. And he heard, you know, all the complaints about Qatar and, you know, homosexuality is illegal there and they don't allow rainbow flags. They don't allow alcohol. A lot of complaints. And people, some people were talking about boycotting the games because, you know, 6,500 slaves died building the stadium. You know, all those little, little nitpicky issues people had with Qatar. And in defense, this clown, again, man, we are all NBC, all MSNBC today. This, uh, this clown says, uh, maybe we should boycott the U.S. hope hosting the World Cup in four years. The U.S.? What? Huh? <laughs> he'll, he'll explain you why. Because of reproductive rights. Because we, I just want to set this up. Because if you weren't paying attention earlier this year, uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned, meaning the voters through their elected representatives get to decide their rules, their laws on abortion. So again, they, they can ban it in the first 15 weeks in Mississippi. They can do it up till the kid's 12 years old in California. Different rules for different states, depending on the wishes of the people, of the voters. The voters and the, re- the elected representatives get to decide what laws they want regulating abortion because of that this clown another msnbc joke says maybe people should boycott the world cup in four years let's listen no one is saying qatar is perfect but i'm urging us to be a little bit more nuanced in our critiques and resist simply parroting generic orientalist tropes While it's fair to question and criticize Qatar, I wonder if this debate is truly about migrant workers' rights and human rights, or is it that European countries who view themselves as the guardians of global soccer for their own selfish economic purposes can't stomach the idea that an Arab Middle Eastern country will host this venerable global gathering? I wonder if any of these American pundits grandstanding about human rights will call for the U.S. to be stripped of hosting the 2026 World Cup for the way elected leaders in this country and our judicial system in this country have rolled back reproductive rights or are trying to ban the word gay in public schools or even ban books. No one is accusing the U.S. of trying to sports wash its anti-women, anti-LGBTQ, anti-book policies. And perhaps Europeans should set a better example of how migrants in their own countries are treated. More than 24,000 migrants have died trying to cross into Europe since 2014. Nuance and context matter here. And now some have accused Russia, China, and Qatar of sports washing. To suggest Russia and China, which have been accused of war crimes and genocide respectively, yet who are both allowed to host the World Cup and the Olympics, are in the same camp as Qatar is dubious and disingenuous. Luckily, the fans arriving in Qatar to watch the World Cup have been smart enough to make that distinction that so many Western pundits have failed to make in the run-up to this tournament. Oh, God. Well, where to, where to begin? Where to begin? This guy just said, <laughs> in defending Qatar, Qatar, where being gay is illegal, in defending Qatar, says maybe they should consider boycotting the U.S. because of LBGTQ rights because of discrimination against LBGTQ people. People uh, should consider boycotting the U.S. (laughs) What a leap. And he criticized Europe because 24,000 migrants died trying to get to Europe. So those people died trying to get to Europe because Europe has opened their arms wide and given all the benefits and, and, and welcomed in this insane woke culture, welcome migrants from around the world into their country. And he criticized them for how they treat migrants. Again, he's defending a country where 6,500 migrants died building the stadium. I don't think this clown, I don't think Iman thought that through. I mean, these people are, their minds are just clouded with this, 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 this rage because of Roe v. Wade and because of uh, people found out about Drag Queen Story Hour. They can't handle it. it He's defending Cutter. 
in that argument. Yeah, it is insane because you go from like he's not allowed into the building with a rainbow shirt to the United States where he's trying to get it banned. Where I'm almost positive you could convince Joe Biden to give a drag queen a sponge bath at midfield just for LGBTQ rights. Joe Biden, the president of the United States, uh, who does very few interviews, doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't care about the He disrespects the media. He just takes for granted that they will be there to support him. And they are. He sat down a couple of weeks ago with Dylan Mulvaney, who's been a woman for 200 days, yeah. a, a, a transgender woman who has become a star, a TikTok star and endorsing all these beauty projects. Pro- he didn't sit down with someone who's been a woman for, I don't know, their whole life. He sat down because this guy decided 200 days ago to become a woman. He got an audience with the president of the United States. And this clown on MSNBC says maybe they should boycott the U.S. because of treatment of trans people and gay people <laughs> and migrants and abortion. Man, that is a stretch. I've heard some pretty lame arguments before, but that one. I uh, hope he brings that back in the next four years. I'm, I'm, all, I'm for it. Hey, boycott the world. I'm going to do that. You know what? Out of respect for my gay brothers and sisters, I'm gonna I'm gonna boycott the World Cup in four years. Yeah. When it comes to the U.S., I'm gonna I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna watch. You know, um, that's for the sisterhood. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I'm gonna watch a lot of this one either. You know, because of uh, gay rights in in Qatar. Well, the U.S. Hey, Wall, you are my hero. Yeah, the U.S. doesn't even play again until Friday, I think. God, and then they play. Who do they play Friday? Do you know, I they play Iran. I, I hope so. That'd be neat. Yeah, well, you're gonna watch. You're, my, you're gonna be our soccer correspondent. I can't do it. I can't do it. All right, we have to leave it there. Let's. It's a reminder this uh, holiday season to pick up some Callahan coffee. It has been taste tested. Ninety nine out of a hundred people we tested say it's better than the coffee that uh, Barstool mm. just came out with. Yeah, that stuff's crap from what I hear. It's, it's crap. It's, it's better. This is the best coffee you've tasted. We've yet to have one person, not one, who bought it, who tried it, who said they didn't love it. You can get Callahan Coffee at uh, CallahanCoffee.com. Perfect for your uh, Thanksgiving morning or evening. Perfect for adding a little uh, mm. Irish whiskey to it. Perfect. Oh. Holiday. Iced coffee, coffee, hot coffee, Bailey's. Morning. Get it going. CallahanCoffee.com. After you eat your Omaha steaks, you can have your Callahan coffee. Perfect for the holidays. But we will leave it there. Today at 3.30, I'll be on Newsmax. Show Newsmax, like News Hour or something. But I'm not sure what we'll be talking about. Probably some of the things we've touched on here. But you can check me out on Newsmax. You know, if technically, if things work, which I have my doubts after this morning. But... We got it done, Ironhead. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you for putting it together. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Night, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.